Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Okay, full disclosure, this is now the third time that I am trying to record this episode. I don't know what is going on. I don't know that if it's that it's before 6 a.m. and I'm trying to get this out. My thoughts haven't like fully developed. I don't know if it's the universe's way of telling me this is not what I should be talking about today, but we're rolling with it. Okay. So that's, that's where we're at. That's my full disclosure, my little PSA. No, shit, I don't really, that's not a public service announcement, announcement, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like we are leaning into this. I really want to talk about this topic today because it has been something that has been on my mind, something that I have noticed, um, really within the last couple months. And what I'm talking about is people's reaction and reachability to me regarding Tim. So let's, let's break this down. Tim's third, the third anniversary of his passing was in May. If you listened to last week's podcast, you know that last Thursday, July 27th was his birthday. And then July 29th was our wedding anniversary. So let me start by saying, I don't expect everyone to remember these dates, right? Like understand some people aren't good with dates. Some people, you know, don't need a date to help them remember this loss, right? Like there are a lot of different like ways that people think about dates. For me, the dates are important because they really encourage me to like sit in reflection and remember Tim and to find some way to honor him. And so again, the dates are significant to me. And if, you know, of course they'd be significant to me and not to a whole other, a whole lot of other people, right? Especially like our wedding anniversary, right? Like, I don't know how many people, I mean, I keep a calendar of all of like my close friends and family's important dates. Um, and a lot of other people don't. So this isn't like a pointing fingers. How dare you not remember? Um, but you know, that's how mine, my brain works. So on some level I reflect and I question on why other people's brains don't work that way. But this is not like to be a criticism of people and like what they choose and what they choose to remember and not remember. So why am I bringing this up? Okay. Over the past few months with like these key dates, um, I've just felt like I am like one of the few people remembering Tim, at least like in my circle, right? I will never, never speak, um, 
for his family, like his, you know, his siblings and his parents, because obviously they are carrying their own loss, the the weight of that loss with them, right? So when I say this, I'm very much talking about myself. Um, You know, I talk about Tim. I talk about Tim both to like continue to process everything that I've gone through, um, but also to remember him, to honor him, to, in my way, show him that like I still love him, right? Um, And so he is like a constant pillar topic of conversation, like whatever, however you want to qualify it in my life. And over the past few months, I've just been kind of getting the sense that like, he's not for other people. And when I say other people, I mean, like some of whom I thought were his best friends, people that were in our wedding, um, you know, even like people on my side of it, um, who I thought were like very close to him. I just feel like there's not a lot of conversation or like acknowledgement. Now, again, I say this through my perspective, right? Like I don't obviously don't know like what people are talking about in their homes. I don't know what group chats are happening um, with friends, you know, everyone grieves and mourns and handles things in their own way. So I'm, I need to just like immediately say, I am not judging because I don't, and even if I didn't know, I would not be judging, but like, I obviously don't know the circumstances, but from my perspective on certain key dates, I'm surprised at the lack of communication, of recognition, of just connection between me and certain people that I truly thought were in Tim and Mai's corner. And it's really sad. And it's frustrating. And, you know, perhaps you're thinking, Meredith, like, why don't you just text these people? And great question. I am not reaching out to other people because I'm still dealing with, you know, my own grief. I'll always deal with my own grief. Um, but also you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to because, frankly, if they're not reaching out to me and I am constantly feeling the loss, the impact, um, like, why... Do I need to be reaching out to other people to like see how they're doing? And I understand that that might feel super selfish. And honestly, as I'm sitting here saying this, I'm like, ooh, is this even worth recording? Do we continue with this? Like, do I post this? But I think if you've lost someone and or if you're listening and you're a widow, like it's it's already isolating. And so do you really want to be putting yourself in a situation where you might feel that rejection? And as I'm sitting here saying this, you know, for any of you who 
are currently in a relationship with an addict or grieving the loss of a relationship with an addict, like it's a similar feeling, right? Like how many people did I not reach out to while Tim was alive because it was my constant reality. And if anything, people should have been, I felt like people should have been reaching out to me to see how I was doing or what their takes were. Like, you know, excuse me, like I have recently found out that, you know, there were people in our lives that completely understood um, let me just throw that out there that, you know, we're putting distance between us as in like, you know, like me and, and the extension, you know, with Tim um, or Tim specifically and themselves because of the addiction. And I 1000% understand that. And as a result of that, right, it does create division and isolation and I guess like technically this could be its whole own um podcast episode but you know it it then blurs this line of or maybe it doesn't blur the line maybe it just makes it so like evident that I'm on one side Tim and I, Tim's on that same side with me and everybody else is on the other. And it's a matter of like, who is crossing that line to, to check in, to share their memories, to, cause now I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm now talking about like, since his passing, um, since his death, I hate it when, when we like sugarcoat, like what, since he died, um, Like they're, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm trying so hard to, to, I guess, like qualify this, but maybe there's no qualification, right? Like maybe it's just like this line drawn in the sand that some people have done. Like there's the reality of living with this loss day in and day out because it is, it, it wasn't, is my, you know, a large part of my world. And then there's those that have the ability to, to separate it, to draw that line in the sand and be like, everything that happens stays here. And I'm going to be on the other side of that line. And again, I bring this up not out of judgment, not out of like a need to point fingers. It's just something that I've noticed. And it's just, it's sad because I feel like by drawing these lines, intentional or not, we lose sight of Tim. We lose sight of who he was without the alcohol, 
we lose sight of everything that he brought to this world. And I think that that's what's really hard for me. You know, one of the things that I was saying to Ryan the other day was when we were talking about it a little bit, I was like, you know, we had, we had a large bridal party. We had eight people each and on Tim's side, out of those eight people, only two of them talked to me on a regular basis or at all. And those are my brothers. Now, again, I can put myself in the other six people's shoes, two of whom are his brothers. So we will, you know, take them out because that's right. Like the families are dealing with their own grief, their own levels of grief and experience and the, you know, the ways that we want to remember Tim, handle it, et cetera. So like all the families taken out. And that leaves like four people that I thought were like our really good friends. And there's like a complete lack of communication now. And it leaves me thinking like, do they remember? And then you're probably like, well, Meredith, of course they remember. Like they were his friend, they were in, in your wedding. And yes, but when there's no like discussion, when there's no connection between us, it starts to feel really isolating. And then I start to question, you know, like we're like how deep were the friendships. And I think, you know, it's just like the reaching out. Like, I understand, like, guys are probably not saying, I mean, like, today's Meredith and Tim's anniversary. Let me send her a text. And if they do think that, maybe they think she doesn't want, maybe she doesn't want to hear from me. Maybe she doesn't want to acknowledge what today is. And maybe other widows, maybe other people who have lost loved ones feel differently. I want the text. Like there were very few people who texted me on Saturday. And, you know, I don't want the the texts as like a keeping score. I don't want the texts in terms of, you know, like, look at me. I might be sad today. For me, the text symbolize, hey, I'm I'm thinking of you. I know today might be hard, and I just wanted to let you know that I I'm 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 recognizing that. Because for me, like that's what's important. That's what's also helping to keep his memory alive. I mean, this, this opens up a whole other thing, but 
back in June, um, I went back to the medium and Tim came through. I can do a whole episode on this as well. Um, it was just a lot, so I haven't, but, um, you know, Tim came through and at one point he did say, you know, I feel like people are forgetting me. And that was really hard to hear. And it was hard to hear because I had been feeling the same exact way that people are forgetting him. And that sucks. That really sucks because he was such a big part of people's lives. I mean, like, obviously he was a huge part of my life. But there were obviously like relationships that he had with friends, with coworkers, with other people. And for both of us, but like especially him to be feeling on the other side, like he's being forgotten about. I just, I can't even deal with that. And maybe that's what this episode just comes down to. Is that like, what, like, what are we so busy doing that we're forgetting about those that we loved most that we choose to cherish, right? Because I understand that there are certain boundaries in place where if we lose someone, you know, whether it's in death, right? Like a permanent loss, um, or a relationship ends, right? Like sometimes we just have to choose to be like, okay, I release, it's gone. You know, I can find a form of peace in this sense, or I choose to find peace. Um, right? Like that's, that's one thing. And I don't know, maybe, now as I'm sitting here, maybe for some of these people that I'm thinking of that I wish like we had a conversation, a connection, a, a string still pulling us together <clears throat> or like a connection, <laughs> I swear, I'm like, Meh. um, maybe that's, maybe they've set a boundary and maybe they've had their own issues that they're you know, drawing a line, a line in the sand in. I don't know. So many of these things, so many of the questions that I pose, so many of the statements that I've made, right? Like they are open-ended. I can only share through my perspective. And through my perspective is sometimes it's really lonely because you You want to sit, you want to remember, you want to have those conversations. You want to reflect on the good times, right? Because like, that's the part that's important to keep alive. And sometimes I just feel like I'm the only one. And for those of you at home listening and are dealing with a similar experience, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel like you're the only one keeping this memory alive, keeping your loved one's memory alive. I'm sorry you feel like you have no one to talk to. Because the death is hard. And then feeling 
like you're isolated within that loss. I think maybe it's not harder, but it amplifies the situation, right? It intensifies what you're experiencing, no matter how much time has passed since the death of that person. And for those of you listening who are friends with someone who has lost someone, perhaps lost someone, you know, to addiction, I would encourage you to reflect on, you know, why, why are you not reaching out? Why are you not sharing memories? Why are you not just sending that little text of, I know today's your anniversary and I know it might be hard. I'm thinking of you. If it's because you've set a boundary, completely respect it. If it's because life has gotten busy and you've forgotten, I would encourage you to reach out to that person. Death takes away the person that was a huge part of your day-to-day life. And unfortunately, it also has the capacity to take away people that you thought played a larger role. Then apparently they do. So. Okay. This was a heavier episode. Lots of questions, lots of things to reflect on. Again, was not meant to be a judgment on anybody was more just from my perspective as a widow looking for some connection, wondering if anybody else is thinking about Tim. It was something I I needed to put out there. Um, And so I hope that we can all just sit in this episode and just do a little reflecting. Even if you haven't lost anybody or you don't know, you don't have a friend or significant other or family member who has lost someone significant to them. You know, how can you just be more connected to those in your lives, in your life? How can you be like a touchstone? So, just a few things to think about. I hope you have a great day. I hope you take time for yourself. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here.